Should we pretend we were not doing the podcast because we were on strike? No. No? No, we okay. shouldn't do that. Leave this in, but okay. I this agree. could be the cold open. Okay. Hello, hello, and welcome to one of our recap episodes where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas watching Degrassi The Next Generation from beginning to end. I'm your host, Keely Bell, and join me every other week with Ezra Parter as we watch these characters do whatever it takes and make it through. Welcome back. This is Cuckoo Bananas! Exclamation point, a Degrassi Cole in the Next Generation podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Keely Bell, and I'm here with... Me, I'm your co-host, Ezra Parter, mm-hmm. who's... Not really a co-host, but I'm here. You're the hostage I've taken and I'm forcing <laughs> to watch Degrassi the next generation. Oh, yes. When I said co-host, I meant short for co-hostage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hostage. That's a that's a funny. So someone could do something with that host being short for hostage. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I just did. I think like something <laughs> big. Oh, I think that could be mm-hmm. that could be something big. I couldn't. I could not tell you what though. <laughs> um, it's been a while. It has been a lot of months. It has been since we months. last recorded. Yeah, and I apologized to the view- to listeners. Um, yes. In the last in last week's um, thing, but I think they deserve a more formal apology from the well, two of us. Then let me be the first to say I'm not sorry. We're busy. <laughs> Yeah, we're both very, very busy. Um, <laughs> I was just in a play, and I said mm-hmm. this in my little thing. Yeah. Um, I was just in a play, and that took a lot out of me, um, time-wise and also just emotion-wise. Yeah, and, and you can't be spending hours talking into a microphone when you have to spend hours singing. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my voice was not having fun. Yeah, and if you can't tell, we do record this podcast for like six hours a day mm-hmm. <laughs> and then edit it down to what we put out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I've been basically. And also just having existential crises like every day. <laughs> um, and I've been just like living my normal life, but Keely hasn't been asking me to do the podcast. Right. So true. But you're also just generally busy. So it's true. And I, the reason I wasn't asking because I feel like it, you know, you have such a busy schedule. It feels like you don't have to do it. Like this is the thing that if you're not, if you're going to want, if you would rather have three hours to yourself to not do this, like. Mm-hmm. I want no, you to. I'd have always that. rather have three hours with you. That's just a fact. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we could do that too. <laughs> <sighs> Did you miss him, guys? <laughs> uh, see, I, I do make these jokes in our normal life, but mm-hmm. not nearly as much as with a microphone in front yeah, of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you miss me <laughs> baby yeah yeah yes i did yes mm. i did um so yeah those are kind of our life updates you ha- you don't have anything like new new right um no i guess nothing really new new uh-uh mm-hmm. um my sketch group went to maine which was very fun very and we're going fun. to seattle next month which we're getting to be a little bit of, of a touring crew mm-hmm. and i mean it's mostly ourselves making that happen not anybody asking us to but mm-hmm. it's still fun it's good um and uh yeah just a same old comedy stuff, but it's been cool. really good. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my life doing the doing the show, lots of therapy, lots of brain stuff. Still don't feel super one hundred percent, but we're getting there. Yeah. On we, the way. On the road. We're on the way. We're on the yeah. road. And, um, and you know, there's always something. Everybody's only at ninety ninety eight percent max. <laughs> That's pretty high. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you are most days? 98%? Mm, I'm 98 degrees most days. Mm, mm-hmm. You're sweaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. Well, this week, or just now, mm-hmm. a few minutes ago, we watched Degrassi, The Next Generation, season three, episode 22. 22. Which means we finished season three. Finally. Finally. I'm so happy. And it's... Partly, I was really, really trying to get here because this finale, I'm not going to lie, I do not care about it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care about it. I I mean, I I won't deny that the Sean stuff was was touching and and nice, but the rest of it, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, it was very, very boring. And most seasons um, moving forward do end on a big dance. Mm. Um, And they are all 10 times more interesting than this. So 
do you remember what you uh, uh, predicted? <laughs> Three months ago? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so when I edited it, your prediction, honest, I don't remember what you predicted, and I edited this f- a few days ago. Oh, it must have been good. It was so nonsensical that I <laughs> don't remember anything. It was, I was like, the episode is called The Power of Love, and our key players are Jimmy, Sean, and Joey. And you were like... Oh, I definitely predicted an orgy. I don't remember. I, it was, I, I like, my brain shut off, <laughs> both in the moment of you saying it and when I edited. Okay. So I, I, well, I couldn't, it, I know that it wasn't this. Well, <laughs> listeners, um, write in with what I predicted because we're not going to go back and listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was certainly not like I was, cause I wanted to be like, I, cause while you were saying it, I remember being like, just go simpler, just please go simpler. <laughs> and you refused to. I promise to go simple with the prediction today. Okay. Oh yeah, because we get to predict episode season one of episode four. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. So, <laughs> so I couldn't tell you what you predicted, but I know it wasn't that Jimmy wants Hazel to have a good time at the dance. <laughs> it certainly was not. Also, I don't know why that's the A story. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like Sean. I mean, I guess because Sean's was last time's A story that they didn't want to give him two in a row or something. I guess. I mean, I feel like there wasn't like as, as touching as Sean's story was, which mm-hmm. we'll get into it obviously, but uh, I do feel like there wasn't a whole lot of meat there to be yeah, an A story. So true. Like there's, they really only needed the couple scenes it got. Yeah. That's, that's really true. Yeah. Maybe the Joey and Caitlin stuff should have been the A story. That felt like the A story to me. You think it was the A story? I mean, no, it, it definitely it wasn't because it went for, it didn't go first, but right. yeah, it, it felt like the more meaty, um, storyline yeah sure. i think that's because we're grown-ups yeah maybe <laughs> and we're like and we are dealing with a similar thing yeah it's yeah. true um, you're working on an aids story yeah <laughs> i you want me to move in and i want to go to africa and talk about aids mm-hmm. um and, but the difference is the people in africa really don't want you to do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so we open up the episode and Jimmy and Hazel are walking down the hallway. And, like, something about Jimmy and Hazel's relationship, like, as you remember, they got together in the Breakfast Club episode. Right. And they don't really have much much meat to them. Now we're going to be calling everything meaty because mm-hmm. you said that. But they don't have much meat to them. And they still don't in this episode. They're mm-hmm. just kind of very, like, surface level. But they're, like, a whole thing is that they walk around with her their arms linked and yeah. like they walk like a regal couple. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is this? I, <sighs> there's something about, um, Drake that makes him like feel like he's like trying to command the world yeah. at all times. <laughs> and it, it really comes through in this character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my little shop cast where pretty much every performance we joked that Drake was in the audience and he, so that we had, so then we had to do a good job for him. (laughs) If you go follow Olivia Lopez on Twitter, she has, she did a whole Twitter thing as if Drake and Jojo Siwa were both in the audience. It was very funny. Um, but I knew about the bit, but I didn't know about the tweets. Yes. The tweets were hilarious. She was like, Drake is in the audience and he only does matinees. <laughs> Jojo C was here and she's pulling focus. Oh no. It was so <laughs> funny. Um, but uh, yeah. So I like that there were actual celebrities in your audience, but that didn't matter. You only went for <laughs> these people. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't care about those people. Mm-mm. We care about fake Drake. And I'll, I'll keep, th- I won't blow up their spots, but Thank you. some pretty big celebrities in the audience. Yeah. It's very true. Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, so Travis Kelsey. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, if I never hear about Travis Kelsey ever again in my life, I will be happy, <laughs> but he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, I mean, everybody says that. I don't know. He's still an NFL player. I know. I'm afraid that he's a Republican. Oh, he definitely is. Then what the fuck? Yeah. I don't. Well, so is she. Come on. She's mega rich. She grew up super religious. She's a con- she's a con- she's a conservative. She might not vote for Trump. She's conservative. I don't think she's a conservative. She might have some liberal values, but she is for sure fiscally conservative. Guaranteed. <laughs> don't tell me. That. All rich people. Like Don't you, you name one of my favorite hockey players. They're Republican too. I know it. It's the worst. Don't tell me. This. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, she's progressive in her um, identity. Conservatism. Politics. No, uh, like you know. Okay, we don't have to do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um. 
Um, so we reveal at the start of the episode that Jimmy is going to basketball camp in L.A. for the summer. Why <laughs> Los Angeles? Uh, Lakers? Uh, question mark. I mean, yeah, like especially in the 2000s, going to a basketball camp in, with the Lakers means like Kobe and Shaq. And yeah, so true. Yeah. Damn, that guy's dead. Um, mm, yeah, Shaq. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched part of his Hot Ones challenge the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, he was very funny. He's um, very funny. Yeah. Love Shaq. Um, love Shaq. How has nobody done that? Love Shaq. Yeah, that's, I don't know. What would you do with it? I don't know. Shaq singing Love Shaq? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's done that. Yeah, probably. He's a DJ. That's true. He DJs um, reInvent at AWS. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We, it was really silly. We did, we cut a spot for AWS for work Mm -hmm. and some of the clips featured Jack, Jack, Shaq DJing. Wow. Um, Adam was at that. I don't know. Reinvent? Yeah. I don't know if you saw. He seems like he loves tech bros. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyway. (laughs) So Jimmy doesn't want to leave Hazel for the summer, which like, uh, you're 15. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. It was uh, really gross. But also then when Joey and Caitlin were having kind of the same discussion, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But they didn't really play with that. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. That's, that would, that would have been cute if they played with that a yeah, bit more. But they really Cause, didn't. Yeah. Cause like Jimmy, like I'm like, it's just basketball camp and it's just the summer, mm-hmm. but to them it's way important. Because totally. Like this is your first summer with your girlfriend, which means you get to spend like so much time together yeah. outside of school, which I, I didn't date anyone in high school. So maybe I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just like, I don't know. I went to summer camp, so I, I didn't oh, yeah. really do it either, but yeah. yeah. So they pass up Spinner and Paige and I forgot that Paige's locker was in the wasteland. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Early yeah, yeah. on the season when she, when the whole she, locker her, trade thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I forgot that she stayed. I, I think in my brain, I always autocorrect that at the end of the episode, he succeeds in getting her right. a new locker, and he never does. He kind of did, but she didn't want it. Right, because right? she was like, honeybee, you think I want you because I want a new locker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so they're celebrating that her that she gets to move into a new locker next year that is hopefully not in this area. Right. Um, and Jimmy's like, and I have reason to celebrate too, because for the semi-formal... I got us a limo and I'm buying dinner for everyone, which they're mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. But Spinner is a little jealous because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Paige is like, uh, Hazel, I wish we could switch boyfriends. Yeah. So is Spinner's like, like, fuck you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing your dad's money around. Now. Yeah. <laughs> now. And like the thing about Spinner versus Jimmy that I love that the writers did is that Jimmy is rich, but has like no like, like his parents are barely there. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he's rich, but like they don't, you know, they're not around for him because yeah. they're always working. And Spinner is poor, but as we've seen, like with his mom and the, the episode where he faked sick, like she's very warm mm-hmm. and like caring, and has adopted a child. Like mm-hmm. they're very, they come from such different families, but they are gifted in different ways, which totally. I've always liked. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so. Then we go to media immersion and Snake is on his like rinky dinky uh, laptop and we're like, "Uh oh, the laptop's coming into play. (laughs) Um, And he asks Sean to come in and Sean's like, what do you need? I thought school was over because school classes are out. And Snake reveals to him that he has failed media immersion, probably because he has left it. Like completely often, like, uh, like on his list of classes to care about media immersion is definitely at the bottom, mm-hmm. probably because he stole the teacher's laptop early in and the year. He and he has so much guilt and shame. He and doesn't want to be in the room. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So understandable. Um, and so Sean's like, and so Sean realizes that failing this class means that he will be cut off of student welfare, which means he'll have to like, that is like literally like, the end of the world because yeah. like if he gets cut off student welfare, then he has to leave the school, go live with tracker. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem as concerned about that as I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think because like he always assumes he's going to get fucked and have to do that. So he, when, yeah. it, when it's, he's like, Oh, well this is the reason. All right. Now it's time. That's so sad. It really is. I love Sean. Like we talk shit about Sean. I love Sean. You haven't come around yet. He's just a kid. Yeah. Uh, 
but I do love Sean. Just a bad kid who makes bad choices. <laughs> but no, this episode, I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and so Snake, realizing this, he gives he cuts Sean a break and gives him an extra credit assignment to do what, like before what? The end of the day. The end of the day. I thought yeah. the school was, I thought school was, classes were out. Everyone's yeah. like cleaning their lockers and shit. Totally. But he's like, by the end of the day, if you make a database for all the parts for the car shop, then mm-hmm. I'll pass you. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet. Um, and so Sean gets to work in. So then we hit our C plot, which we go to the Jeremiah residence and they're all, and Caitlin has left her briefcase there and they're doing like the, 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 the long-term relationship dance where they're mm-hmm. like, Ooh, we've got all our stuff here. Ooh, do, 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 do. We're in <laughs> a well-oiled machine. And then is this, how, does she say well-oiled machine? And then Joey says, you should move into this machine. No, no. How does he put it? Um, <laughs> she we're says two peas in a pod. We're you should move into this pod. Peas in a pod. Right. Right. Yeah. I like mine better. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> we're a well-oiled machine. You should move into this machine. <laughs> I'm, and I claim to hate AI. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he like is like you should move in, and Caitlin is like, oh, uh, we'll talk about that at dinner. Which, mm-hmm. if she's so eager, like she's so eager after this, mm-hmm. why was she not like yes I think, immediately? I, I think she felt eager, but was like, uh, uh, whoa, so much at once. But like had to like sort out her thoughts, you know? Yeah. But like, I, I think in the moment it seemed like, oh, that's gonna be a yes. Yeah. To me. Oh, it seemed like it was going to be a no to me. Oh. That's so weird. Because I was like, huh, is she going to say that she doesn't want to go? Because I forgot this plot line. Mm. Um, but that's so interesting that we perceive that differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, nevertheless, she is nervous about it regardless. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, so if we'll recall, the dance is Bollywood themed. Mm. And we head to, are they at Jimmy's when they're getting ready? Or they're yeah, at somebody's house? Yeah, I think they're at Jimmy's. And they're all getting dressed in their Indian Bollywood attire, which comprises of... Like, okay, here's the thing, though. So Jimmy comes out and is wearing a sari, which is a top and a skirt. Mm-hmm. The girls... So he has ordered... So they're like... He's like, wait, this doesn't look like spinners. And they're like, well, you ordered three sari. Well, he ordered two saris, two kurtas, but then they gave him three saris and one kurta. Mm-hmm. And, but the girls aren't wearing saris. They're wearing shirts with like shawls and jeans or like pants. Mm-hmm. So what's that about? I have no idea. <laughs> Those are not saris. I think I think they are saris, but they got like the pantsuit version and he did not. I'm going to do saris come in pants. <laughs> I mean, plenty of stuff came up when I searched yes. for pantsuit sari. Yes. Pantsuit is a different thing than pants. That's true. But Yes. They do come with pants. They certainly, at least not right now, maybe it's because that style's out of style, but the pants that they were wearing with their sari style shirts were not what I'm seeing on Google Images. Like, they just look like colored jeans. Right. I think, I mean, honestly, like, this could just be a budgeting Budgeting, (laughs) uh, cultural unawareness. Yeah. Because, yeah, Jimmy comes out, and because they want to, like, embarrass him further, he's in the dress version Mm -hmm. of the sari, and the girlies are in the the shirts and pants, and Spinner is in a kurta, Mm -hmm. and he's like, ha, 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 you have to wear a dress. But Jimmy, like, rolls with it. He's not, like, so ashamed to be wearing a dress. He just puts a vest on over, so it looks like a kurta, kind of. And honestly, it's a a good kurta. Yeah, it's a a look. And so they go outside, um, because they're about to meet their limo, and the limo rolls up and it is, it, you called it a Dukes of Hazard style. Yeah, it did the Dukes of Hazard um, horn honk. Yeah. And it had like Confederate flags on the front. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> it made no sense <laughs> at it's, all. It's a gross, like, uh, my brain keeps saying jalopy. I know that that's not <laughs> the right type of car for this, but it's like an old sputtering rinky ding jalopy jalopy <laughs> style limo yeah no it's it's like it's like a classic old chrysler it's like yeah. disgusting and then it's even more disgusting when they open it and there's like <laughs> chips bags all over the floor popcorn on the floor popcorn rips oh my god yeah. it's gross and oh and the driver is billy, billy ray, ray cyrus. cyrus and he is playing a character named duke because um, it's duke of hazard Duke's of yeah. hazard. i just got that mm-hmm. that's so funny but yeah, like, and they're like, oh, shit. 
Isn't he famous at this time? Yeah, he's very famous at this time. So he's a ce- celebrity guest star. Uh, and then don't don't the celebrity guest stars usually cameo? No, sometimes you play characters. You oh, don't play okay. yourself. I thought they usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sometimes the, a celebrity guest star will play themselves, and sometimes they'll play someone else. Like, would you consider Britney Spears on How I Met Your Mother a celebrity guest star? Yeah, totally. But I mean, yeah. in this show specifically, they've oh. typically been no cameos. No, sometimes they're sometimes they're they they play people. Uh, so at Caitlin's job, she is <laughs> monogramming towels, and they had like technology that I like. I obviously this is something they could do in two thousand three, like four or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I understand, but in my brain, like we were just playing around with the glasses feature on the glasses website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can put your own picture in. Yeah. And, and I was putting in some stupid pictures of me and having them put glasses on my face. Yeah. <laughs> and to think that that similar technology was being used in 2003-4 where Caitlin was typing out Caitlin and Joey and getting that getting that so she could see how it looks on the towel. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, technology." <laughs> <laughs> And Tomas walks by and is like, I've got some great news. And she's like, I've got some great news. I'm moving in with Joey. And he's like, oh, that's great. Um, uh, the UN approved her series. Mm-hmm. The UN approved her series on HIV AIDS. And they want her in Geneva tomorrow morning. <laughs> and she's like, whoa, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, and she's very happy. But then she's like, but I can't go. Mm-hmm. I'm moving in with Joey. And you said that was short-sighted. Yes, I sure did. And what did you mean by that? I think that um, I think that you have to like take a major opportunity like that mm-hmm. when it comes up and trust that your relationship will survive it because yeah. if it's a good relationship, it will. Yeah, I agree. And like... Like when you go speak on AIDS in Africa mm-hmm. in the next couple of months, right. I'm going to support that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I know that they don't want you to do it, but like <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> But yeah, like I, it, I wonder, like I knew kind of what, where Caitlin's head was at once I was reminded of this plot point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I'm like curious, what did you think was going on in her head when she said that? Um, I thought that she was like, well, no, I mean, I can't leave this man who asked me to be, to move mm-hmm. in because if I do, um, I'm basically rejecting him, mm. which I think is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, because well, as we'll learn, it's not, it's not, it, there's, it's a bit deeper than that. Right, right. Um. So then, so yeah, she's like, I'm not going. Final answer, I'm staying with Joey, and so we go back to media immersion, mm-hmm. and Sean has gotten a passing grade on his extra credit, and Simpson has bumped his grade up to what, like a fifty-eight, fifty-three, fifty. Oh, that's even worse. He than was I at thought. forty-nine before. This, it must be different in Canada. Yeah, you just have to get a fifty. Yeah, wow. Um, and and Sean is so happy. He thanks Simpson, and he's like, "Oh, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Now is the time." And so then he like looks Snake straight in the face and goes, "I stole your laptop." <laughs> and Simpson's like, "What?" What? I lost my laptop because of chemo. Yeah. And Sean's like, it wasn't chemo. It wasn't your, you know, chemo brain, your memory. I stole it. And to get back at Emma. Yes, to get back at Emma. Mm-hmm. And Snake, we see, like, it all go past his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, uh, 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 and he's so shell-shocked. I can't believe, because Emma at this point has gotten confirmation that Sean did it. Right. Mm-hmm. But she never told him. I think she never got like an outright confession. Yeah. But she got a very like, oh, I know this for sure. Yeah. 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 So. But yeah, she didn't tell him. I wonder if that's like her loyalty to Sean that she never said like she never even voiced her like suspicions mm-hmm. or if she just really was waiting for that confirmation. Yeah, maybe. Or or just like, you know. Um, snakes in a good place. You yeah. don't need to like spit him out of it. Yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. the truth hurts, and yeah. it's not necessarily the best thing to be. You know, I would never lie to you, but you know. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> God, good thing I said that because the truth about me lying would have hurt. 
Um, but yes, Snake is like, he like has to process that and he tells Sean to leave. Mm-hmm. And Sean is like, but I, but I came clean. You like, that's like what's in his eyes. He's yeah. like, but I did everything I was supposed to do. I did apologies. I apologized. I apologized. So you can't <laughs> be still mad. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he leaves. And you were like, Snake could still change your grade path. Yeah, like, what's I the know. Like, Snake, you have the opportunity to be like, mm, you know what? Actually, he stole from me. So minus 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you pass. You fail with a 24. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Paige and so we go to the gang and they're about to have dinner before the dance Mm -hmm. and they show up to the Italian restaurant, the Italian restaurant in the mall where, as we've seen earlier in the season, Spinner and Paige dine and dashed Mm -hmm. with Ashley and Jimmy doesn't know about this and Spinner and Paige are like hiding from the waiter (laughs) (laughs) and Jimmy's like, what's going on? And then Spinner explains it to him. And Jimmy's like, no, dude, like we're having dinner here. Yeah, like, no, we're not messing up my night just because you guys were stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go in and they go and they eat anyway. Mm-hmm. And the waiter seems to not notice mm-hmm. that Paige and Spinner are there. Uh, so then we go to, oh, and Caitlin and Joey are also eating dinner at yes. the same restaurant. Yes. Great. Uh, they did a great, like focus shift Mm -hmm. to them. Um, Yeah, the kids walk by and the camera stays. Yeah. Um, Caitlin and Joey having their little dinner. Having their little dinner. And uh, Caitlin tells him yes. And he's like, yay. And she's like, this has been a whirlwind of a day. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, my AIDS series got greenlit, but I'm staying. And Joey is like, what? Why are you stupid? Why would you not take that opportunity? He doesn't say that. He says, oh, you have to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll get you packed right now. And yeah, she's yeah. like, but I'll be gone for a very long time. And he's like, these opportunities like this don't just come. And, I, and she's like, but what about moving in? And she says, I thought you were my opportunity of a lifetime. Yes. Oof, what a good line. Yes. And he's like, and he, she's like, and he's like, she's like, what about moving in? And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And as we know, Joey Jeremiah fucks. So I don't, I don't know if I believe that Mm. gone for nine months. No fucking. Well, I mean, first of all, we don't know what their arrangement is. So true. Maybe. Well, he's, while she's gone, he's allowed to fuck on the side. Just not, you know, form a relationship. I don't know. Maybe. But, um, but also like, like I said, like if the relationship really is so rock solid as it should be when you're moving in, then you shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. 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 And, but she still seems like offended that he mm-hmm. didn't beg her to stay, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And so she gets up and is like, okay, I, I guess, guess I'm, I'm going. going. I guess I'm going. And she walks out without paying. She yeah. dine and dashes. She dine and dashed jo- Joey, but I guess it was implied that he was paying for it anyway. It sure seemed like <laughs> that, but we don't know. He asked for the check, not necessarily to pay it himself. Yeah. <laughs> she has a better job. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so then we get to the dance, and um, we kind of do the thing that they, that they do in a lot of these finale episodes where we kind of just, like, give everyone a little moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's not really a reason for us to see Manny and Emma and JT and Chris dancing on the dance floor mm-hmm. but and marco judging the decorations though the marco thing does come back yeah um, and toby at one point just walking around i didn't even see toby yeah i think he walked around oh yeah like everyone we just kind of like see them and craig is taking pictures and oh stuff. Yeah, yeah craig's taking pictures um and sean and ellie show up mm-hmm. so sean had earlier told snake that he's not going to the dance Mm-mm. but he but snake was like oh i'm chaperoning it and so we're like wondering, like, why is Sean at the dance? And we're thinking it's so that he can talk to Snake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ellie and Marco arranged this dance. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that love Bollywood. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that pitched Bollywood night to the school. Unless it was just Marco. But I'm pretty sure it was no, Ellie they and were Marco. Together, yeah. Because the screensavers in media immersion were of Ellie and Marco mm-hmm. on the like the dance poster. Mm-hmm. So in w- why did Ellie not show up in costume? It doesn't make any sense. W- Has she completely become a, a a fellow Sean? Like is she a Sean now? Yeah, like 
Ellie wasn't like that's the other thing is like maybe Ellie was like just tr- helping Marco put this idea on the table but wasn't going to go to the dance herself. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, uh, to me I'm like she Ellie She worked so hard on it. And she loves Bollywood too. And she loves dance. She doesn't love dance. Oh. <laughs> but like yeah, like this was also your thing. Like why yeah, why did they act like Ellie wasn't going to go to this? But it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back to the Italian restaurant and they get the check. And did you know what was going to happen? Oh, once yeah. He gave the check. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Jimmy looks and he's like, oh, it looks like you charged me for three extra meals. And the waiter's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, from tonight and a, so, and three lunches from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and he looks straight at Paige and Spinner. <laughs> and so then Jimmy looks at the bill and he looks at his money and he's like, uh, I'm $40 short. Yeah. Spinner, can you spot me $40? Spinner has no money. Yeah. Paige, she's like, she has no money. <laughs> and so then Hazel has to take her money out of her wallet and mm-hmm. give it to Jimmy. And which is like the worst thing that could happen to a man. Yeah. But, pa- <laughs> but Hazel's like, so like, Oh yeah, she's no so big deal. Fine with it. Yeah. yeah. So Jimmy trying to make this night perfect is mm-hmm. just it keeps getting. Well, this is the problem when the perfection you're going after is a misogynist's dream. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, like having con- having a limo that you're in control of and uh, like mm-hmm. all these things that are just like, hey, I'm going to control the women in my life. Not wearing a dress. Yeah. Not wearing <laughs> a dress is so controlling of women. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess my thing fell through pretty quickly but yeah i i still stand by the idea that like you can't just be trying to make it this like old-fashioned ideal yeah live in the current moment you know which means wear a dress okay (laughs) this is the liberal agenda guys (laughs) wear a dress split the check and have an abortion (laughs) yeah it's what we all want and you know what we get that this season we get all three of those things this season that's true as they leave the restaurant Billy Ray Cyrus is getting arrested for how many parking tickets? 30? 30. (laughs) I paid those 30 parking tickets. I swear. Well, I didn't, but I hoped I did. (laughs) And uh, the gang is like, uh, oh, so our driver's getting arrested. Guess we'll walk Mm -hmm. to school. And he's like, no, 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 no. I ensure that my passengers get to their location regardless of whether or not I am arrested. And then he whistles at the cop mm-hmm. who is like, just kind of like nods along. And they're like, no, we don't want to ride from the cops. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> How is the arrangement that if this guy whistles, the cops drive his people? This is white privilege. I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine anyone else getting arrested besides Billy Ray Cyrus and getting, no. making the cops do work for him? No. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah that was really silly but the cops agreed to take the kids to the dance so that they didn't have to walk mm-hmm. and jimmy's like i am not rolling up there in a cop car and it's like well you have no choice or else you're walking mm-hmm. um so then uh we're outside the dance i believe snake just got there or something no he went uh okay so when we first saw the inside of the room, mm-hmm. somebody was like, oh, the punch isn't cold. And Snake was like, I'll oh, go get ice. Oh, yes, yes, Which yes. Such a contrived way for him to have to be in his car. Yeah. It was absurd. Yeah. He's having car problems. Yeah. And Sean sees and offers to check it out. Oh, Sean knows cars good. Yeah, Sean knows cars good. And so then Snake, despite himself, is like, yeah, sure, look under my hood, whatever. And so then Sean does that mm-hmm. um and so we go back to caitlin's job and she's packing up for for at her work to to go to geneva mm-hmm. and joey shows up and he's like you left me at the restaurant what is going on mm. and she's like essentially tells him like i wanted you to ask me to stay if you really loved me you wouldn't want me to leave and it's because she's so scarred by the things that happened in their past that she's that she's like she she doesn't want him he, she wants him to she wants to know that he wants her forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and he doesn't she doesn't trust her to him to be on his own truly. yeah that's like what it comes down to yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like oh no i believe in us and i love you and you should do this yeah he, he's like truly the reason that i'm sending you away is because i love you if you love someone let them 
go to Geneva, Geneva and Africa. Yep. Which again is why I fully support you giving that speech on how AIDS is good to African children. <laughs> the the way that that grew. <laughs> it's called heightening, baby. Yes. And so then he is like, you want to take this job, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I really do. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to go and they have a hug about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're back outside the school. Sean is looking at snake's car and he's like man this shit is all messed up (laughs) (laughs) he's like this car is beyond repair he sticks his fingers in there and it's like oh my god i'm touching oil and gas and fluids that are not supposed to be outside of the engine yeah and snake is like well okay and sean and 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 snake is like and then he decides to go off on sean and get off of his chest what he's been ruminating on all Mm -hmm. day which is like i was at my lowest my family was at our lowest. My wife blew her savings to get me a new computer and you took it to be. And like he said something that like no matter how many times I watch this episode, I'm like, what adult says that to a child mm. when he says, what kind of person does that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I understand. But also at the same time, it just feels like a weird phrase to when you are an authority figure to say to somebody i mean yeah but it also like if you want to drive home the point yeah. that like that is not how you should behave i mean it's pretty effective. what kind of person does that or something like yeah. that? yeah who it's do you want to so, be when you grow up that's you know? the that's what but that's I what he's saying like, but it's not what came out but i think it's also interesting because like he could treat him like a child in this moment but he's not he's like he's hey treating him like a contemporary you're you are a human being yeah and you can't do that to other human beings. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I, r- I really liked it too. It's just that line has always stood out to me. I've been like, mm. <laughs> like I'm not saying it's inappropriate or anything. Sure, sure, sure. I am just saying it's weird. Like it wouldn't come out of, like if I were, you know, if I were mad at my brother for something, mm-hmm. I don't think I would say that. <laughs> yeah. I also think it is like, it's one of those lines that you're like, okay, this could apply to literally any situation mm-hmm. and you're not being specific enough in your writing. I yeah, think. that but, too. Um, but I do think it was effective in communicating what they wanted to communicate. It just yeah. was like, you could do more with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so while Snake is doing this, Sean is like, look, your car bleeding all over my hands. Uh, it's really messed up. But and Snake is like, do you even hear me right now? I'm yet I'm mad at you. I'm yelling at you. And Sean's like, if you pay for the parts, I will do the work for free. And I giggled because in my brain, do you know you're Jewish? Mm-hmm. Uh, listener, my boyfriend is Jewish. He doesn't know a lot of Christmas stuff. That's true. Do you know the story of the little drummer boy? Oh, the one who's like. Yeah. He, so the story of the little drummer boy is that Jesus is born mm-hmm. and everybody is coming to the manger to give gifts. Mm-hmm. But the little drummer boy wants to show his appreciation to the new king. Um, but he's poor. Mm-hmm. He can't give. He has nothing to give. So all he can give is his song. Ah, uh, And that was what I thought of in that moment. And I laughed. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. it's all I can give you is the <laughs> gift of my drum. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's all Sean can give because Sean doesn't have much. But he does have, you know, knowledge about knowledge of cars, work and knowledge of cars. And mm-hmm. he can do it. He can he can do the work. Yeah. And um, this is, I think, a very like whenever I write something and then a character gets something, Daniel always is like, I don't think that character has earned it. Right. Mm. And I uh, this is the kind of story. This is the kind of plot line that I feel like everyone's expecting to be told in that moment. Like mm-hmm. it is like if some, if a character wants redemption, they have to like do something like this. Yeah. Which like. I don't think should be true, but is true in storytelling. Interesting. It has to be so blatant. Like this is how I make it up to you. Yeah. 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 When I feel like in, in real life it's, it's probably goes unsaid, but Mm -hmm. like both parties understand that that's what's happening. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. I wish things didn't have to be so, so cut and dry Mm -hmm. in this way, but Mm -hmm. you know, I love, the I love that this this arc for Sean. I think it was very cool. Yeah, I think they did a good job with it. And I think like 
the writing is a little clunky, like you're saying, yeah. and like we said earlier about the the snake line. But like, mm-hmm. ultimately, acting wise, I feel like it was really, really well done, and um, uh, that like, and being explicit about it in that way gives Sean the opportunity to like really like dig into yeah. the feeling and putting the feeling out there uh, acting wise. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and I also think maybe you need that in like a TV show for young adults. Totally. It's it's like a climactic moment that very clearly is like, hey, this is the lesson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we're But on like a prestige drama, you wouldn't see it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh so we're in the dance and Marco gets up on stage to I don't know, talk. I don't what was he doing? Just being like, Welcome to the dance or something. And Remember we said that the that Marco judging the decorations was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes back in this moment because the so they have these like lamps all around the dance that I guess are providing like ambient lighting mm-hmm. and also curtains hanging from the ceiling to provide Bollywood aesthetic. And the curtains Marco is putting the curtains inside the lamps. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Because he thought it looked cool. Because he thought it looked better. Yeah. But guess what's inside the lamps? Fire. Fire. Well, fire's not in the lamp. I guess the Sorry, light. No, there's a genie in the lamp, but then when you put the <laughs> curtain in the lamp, then the genie wakes up and lights it on fire. And the genie wakes up and is like, ah, what is the curtain <laughs> doing in here? And he's like, and then yeah, he lights it on fire. Um uh <laughs> and the 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 curtain behind Marco catches on fire. And I wish they had given it just a hair of a more beat so that we, the audience, could see it mm-hmm. on fire. But instead, they jump straight to Liberty, who gets, I don't know, her first line of the season. That's a <laughs> joke. So. That's a joke. She had a whole plot line last episode. Oh, yeah. Um, but she just goes, fire! <laughs> <laughs> and everyone runs away. And Snake is like, please leave. Please leave. And then the... Oh, also Snake is wearing like a genie outfit, which yeah. racism, race, mm-hmm. racist, racist. Uh, and then the the uh, overhead sprinkler comes on and mm-hmm. sprays. And everything. for some reason, like Snake's ex- Snake's movements in all this, like the way that he from where he was at first when the fire started happening, he kind of like grabs a mic and starts backing up, backing up. And he mm-hmm. backs up right into the sprinkler's path and i'm like they just had him like move under the water yeah for, it was for really effect. silly as if there's really only stupid. one sprinkler right too. right totally. like that's the other thing like th- those systems there are multiple sprinklers so that the whole area gets yeah and maybe doused. because there was just fire in one place it's like a localized system i don't know maybe. i'm not gonna analyze their fire systems but i will say <laughs> it was stupid that he got wet yeah it was very <laughs> stupid and like wasn't really like like, it was just a silly moment. Yeah, and it's not like he was, like, holding anything that shouldn't be wet. It was just like, hey, yeah. let's have him get drenched. Well, yeah. Um, Which, fine, I guess. <laughs> uh, and so then everyone is moving outside of the dance. I love a dance evacuation. <laughs> one of It's one of my favorite tropes. I love a dance <laughs> evacuation. Um, and Jimmy and the gang arrive in a cop car. And Craig, who has up until this point just been taking pictures, mm-hmm. Paige is like, Craig, what's going on? And he's like, well, you know those those curtains that Marco bought apparently they're super they're like super flammable <laughs> <laughs> yeah which you know most curtains obviously are fire suppressant so mm-hmm. it's just oh, e- sorry it was like totally flammable <laughs> even worse even worse yeah yeah Ugh. most curtains are flammable you're right uh, yeah that was <laughs> Uh, the the problem here was not the curtains. The problem was that he put the curtains in, in a the lamp. lamp. Like a dumbass. <laughs> and Marco's freaking out. And Dylan is like, Marco, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marco's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we can get the music from somewhere else. But they're yeah. currently pl- blasting the radio in the parking lot. So yeah. it's like, just relax. They're having well, a he time. wants it to be the Bollywood theme. Mm-hmm. He wants, he's, I relate to Marco in this in this moment. Yes, you do. Like I, I want I like a theme and I want the theme to be something that everyone can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marco couldn't just let it go. Mm-hmm. He, he wanted his dance his way, um, which yeah, very tiny arc. <laughs> <laughs> so small, but it was cute. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, and so Joey is, and Caitlin are outside of her job and they're making out on the, on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and they're like, wow, I guess this is really it. 
you're saying goodbye. And she, he just sends her in a car mm-hmm. to the airport. And that's kind of that, the end of that. And he looks like kind of sad about it. Yeah, he's he's pretty sad. Um, and I, I was saying, I, oh, go ahead. I didn't, the, 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 what I thought the acting was portraying was mm-hmm. like, he's like, yeah, this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yeah. But I'm also like, I mean, next season could be the season where Joey fucks everyone. <laughs> and it would be like, you look back at this moment and you're like, oh, that's what he was thinking. That about. would be so sad. If yeah. Next season, Joey just gets an arc of cheating on Caitlin while she's in Africa. Yeah. I won't tell you if that's true or not. Okay, but that well would I can be tell from your reaction that it's not. But That would be really <laughs> sad. I'd be so sad. <laughs> Um, but so yeah. And what was I going to say? Oh yeah. And I, w- I made a joke about how Craig and Angie are going to get home. Like, wait, instead of having a new mom, our supposed new mom just went to Africa for <laughs> nine months. <laughs> yeah. Like real. I know Joey was like, was probably like Craig. I asked Caitlin to move in and Craig was like, Oh wow, Joey. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to get home like, well, when's she moving in? And Joey's like, in 10 months. Mm, yeah, 10 months from now. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Um, uh, but yeah, so then back at school, the dance has moved outside. And Jimmy's sulking um, at, while everyone else is dancing. And mm-hmm. Hazel's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I want it this night to be perfect for you. And Hazel's like... I don't care about the limo. I don't care. You know, classic teen drama mm-hmm. shit. I don't care about the, the outfits. I don't care about dinner. I care about being here with you. And Jimmy's like, really? And she's like, yes. Now let's dance. All I'm you got to do is one thing. And I was like, ooh, fuck her good. <laughs> and then she's like, dance with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, right, right. That's teen always going to be it. That's always going to be teen it. Teen drama, teen drama. Imagine a teen drama where the girl's like, we only need to do one thing. And the guy's like, dance. And she's like, no. <laughs> have sex that's called euphoria <laughs> ah yes <laughs> uh so then they go and dance and <laughs> everyone's dancing and sean and ellie are dancing and snake walks by and he and sean have a smile and he's so happy yeah and he and ellie hug and he pulls ellie into the cutest hug like it really is he's it's just nice. he's just overjoyed i love sean mm-hmm. i love sean and ellie like i think I'm, I'm enjoying the sean redemption arc yeah that starts now Good. obviously but I, I really didn't like the Sean Paul from Grace because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was, I don't know, it just seemed like very contrived to me. Yeah. But so far, so good on the redemption. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Sean, this is when Sean gets good. Okay. I think. Um, and next season's going to be fun. Next season's going to be really interesting for Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, God, we that was our episode. That was our episode. That was our episode. We finished season three. We're done. We're done with season three. We get to move into season four, which you know is a very eventful season. I know a few things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Um, I don't want to spoil what I've had spoiled. I think I know what you've had spoiled. Mm. We're having a stare down <laughs> for the listener. Um, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Well, I know that Jimmy mm-hmm. gets paralyzed. Oh, from a gunshot. Okay. See, you thought he dies. I did not really think that. Oh, you lied to me. Roll the tape. (laughs) He said that he would never lie to me. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to lie to make people feel okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So that is that all you know? Uh, And yeah, that's all I know. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because, okay. That doesn't hurt me because I went into this podcast. I went into this rewatch assuming you already knew that. Oh, really? Because if anyone knows anything about Degrassi, it's that. Well, um, do you remember how my the the, the um, Manny uh, abortion thing got yes. spoiled to me? Or I thought it was the thong thing. Thong thing, yeah. Yeah. The very same person figured we'd gotten to this by now um yeah and i was like oh i didn't know that and she's like oh no oh i did it again <laughs> <laughs> well okay yeah i went into this i went into this relationship thinking you knew <laughs> thinking you knew that jimmy gets shot and paralyzed so yeah it's fine because if anyone knows anything about degrassi it's that yeah everyone has seen drake in the wheelchair everyone's right. seen it right um so yeah that doesn't hurt me it's the getting there that is interesting to me okay and good. it's the aftermath that's interesting to me yeah and i don't know those things yeah 
Um, I assume Spinner's the one who does it. (laughs) (laughs) Spinner. Oh, yeah. So you don't know who shoots Jimmy? No. Interesting. Okay. And my guesses right now are either Spinner or Jimmy's dad. Aw. (laughs) Jimmy's dad, whose name I always assume is James, because I'm like, okay, Jimmy is is like the junior junior version of James. No, it's just Mm. his his dad's name is Jermaine. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe Jimmy is short for Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine Jr. No, it is is James, unfortunately, because his parents call him James. Um, and then I guess the s- third option would be Millie Bobby Brown. I love that. I love that option. Mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown in utero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, she was not born yet. Yeah. No, she was. Uh, she's what twenty now? She's twenty, I think. Yeah. So she would have been like a fresh baby. Mm-hmm. Yuck. What would you rate this episode, season three, episode twenty-two, Power of Love? Uh, I'm gonna give this episode two extra meals on your. Uh, Bill. <laughs> Only two? Yeah. I didn't find the A plot very interesting or okay. the B plot very interesting. For, yeah. Uh, only the C plot, which is uh, 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 Sean. Or maybe C- Sean's B. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just, I didn't find the, the Jimmy stuff interesting at all. Yeah. And the Caitlin and Joey stuff was like nice, but also like I could go anywhere else for a more interesting version of that. Yeah. Um, but I did like the Sean. Okay. I'm glad Sean fessed up. I yeah, this show's commitment to not characterizing Hazel at all really shows in this yeah. episode. Because it's like, like I don't understand why they can't just give her a personality. Totally. Like, like if you ask anybody what Hazel's personality is, they're like, uh, she's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really it. And this episode, it like it that fact makes this episode suffer if mm-hmm. we didn't think that hazel was going to have any other reaction than the one she had yeah then it would have been a way more interesting episode right if, if you had to do any work to win her over for mm-hmm. anything ever it would have been good yeah if Paige, if even if Paige had said something like oh you know hazel she's got expensive taste mm-hmm. right anything. or even if like you know hazel she hates it when men don't pay for her like right. something absurd would Right. You know, Hazel, she loves limos. Yeah. Like, that would have been enough. Honestly, like, that <laughs> would have been, like, anything to give us. You know, Hazel, she hates the police. <laughs> a cab. <laughs> That's how I felt when Jimmy was like, I'm not riding in a police car. <laughs> I, know, I was like, I, a cab. <laughs> when we got to that plot point in the episode, I, uh, in, the, in our recap just now, I almost was like, it's interesting that they make their two main black characters ride in a cop car. Yeah, yeah. This but was, you know, I a little s- bit before. Censored. Yeah, I didn't say it. The big, the big stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like. Yeah, the fact that Hazel has no personality really made this plot suffer. This is, yeah, because this kind of plot is always cute and interesting on teen shows Mm -hmm. where the boy is trying to impress the girl and then it turns out that she didn't need to be impressed. She just likes you. Mm -hmm. But, like, if it were any other interesting character than Hazel, like, it would have been way more fun. Yeah, and, like, Um, truly, if he was trying to impress Paige, it would have made sense. Yes. Like, I got to impress your friend or you won't like me. That's fine. That would have worked. That would have been really good. Yeah. That would have been great, actually. Because Paige is a known bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have worked. <laughs> and also, yeah, we don't get a lot of Jimmy and Paige's relationship. No. They're all in a friend group, but they don't, like, cross over that much. No, and we didn't get much from Spinner in this either. No. It was, it was all just like, Jimmy's got to do all this. Yeah. But for no reason. <laughs> yeah, really. Just because he feels like he has to. Yeah. Which I'd love to explore where that pressure is coming from. Yeah. Because that, there is something interesting. His dad. Like if totally. His parents are rich, so he must think that the way to win a girl over is through mm-hmm. show, flaunting his money. There's if, something interesting there for sure. Yeah. If we had really delved deeper in that, I would have enjoyed yeah. this a lot more. But yeah. alas, they didn't. And so, yeah, I would also probably give this episode like two and a half um, extra credit assignments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you think these plots are going? Um, well, I think Jimmy probably does go to the basketball camp Mm -hmm. and I bet he does meet Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main plot I noticed from this episode. Mm -hmm. No. Um, uh, and I think when he comes back, the, he and Hazel try to pick things back up, but it doesn't go very well. Mm -hmm. I think, um, Paige and Spinner become a notorious, uh, duo doing all kinds of dine and dashes across the city okay um i think that (laughs) honey the jokes come in your prediction for next week's episode no all the things i say are jokes Mm. um (laughs) i think that um uh joey is tested very early on in 
the next season, mm-hmm. but ultimately does not cheat. Um, I think that Spike, nope, Snake and Sean become kind of like a buddy duo. <laughs> and they have a really good time. Okay. Making up for this horrible behavior. Um, I think Marco becomes an arsonist. I think... Oh, I think the the woman who does the Indian dance in this episode becomes a regular cast member next season. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. I will let you know if any of those things come true. Um, um Season four, episode one and two. It's a two-parter. Ooh. We start on a two-parter next season. Okay. Is called Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. What do you predict that might be about oh i need to give you the main player yes please let me make sure i have this right so i'll give you also a hint so ghost in the machine is season four episode one Mm -hmm. our main player is Paige, Mm -hmm. and this is a plot line that comes back from the past oh god what do i know about Paige's past Mm, think that's a situation Mm -hmm. um Does she have an ex? What's who'd she date? She's only dated Spinner. Oh. Does she have a mom? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Um. Ghost in the machine. Main player's page, and it's something from her past resurfacing. Okay, I think I've got it. Okay. So, Paige gets a new computer, and it was donated to, uh, um. It's not a new computer. It's a refurbished okay. computer that was get, that uh, uh, previously was owned by the hospital. Okay. And Terry's consciousness is on the computer. <laughs> on the hard drive? <laughs> on the hard drive. So <laughs> it's a whole episode of Paige <laughs> trying to figure out if she can revive P- Terry um, and upload her consciousness back into a human body. <laughs> That's probably my favorite of your predictions Thank ever. You. I told you I'd keep really it simple. Funny. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> you have any other guesses? Um, you were you you were listing out Paige's plot points. Yeah, that's my joke guess. My real one. And you did you did say it. Yeah, my real one is that the the guy who sexually assaulted her is back, mm-hmm. and um, she wants to confront him. And last time she confronted him, she didn't like get him in actual trouble. She just kind of like mm-hmm. made a song about him. Right. This time, she pursues real consequences. For like her. what kind of consequences? Um, it's either chops his dick off or gets him jailed. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I wish it were the first one. I know. And I'll let you know if it was the second one. Okay. Well, I'll find out when it. I watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once we watch it, you tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After it happens, I'll be like, see, it, it did or did not happen. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Good guess. Thank you. Both. Both ones. I want that Terry episode very <laughs> badly because uh, Terry is alive, guys. Terry's alive. She is not dead. No matter how often Daniel and I say she's dead or mm-hmm. Ezra and I say she's dead. Mm-hmm. She's alive. Yeah, um, she just doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um, and they will say at the beginning of the season what happened to her. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. Um, she moved to Vancouver or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we finished season three and I'm so excited to get to season four Yeah, and I'm so excited to commit to doing this for six, four more weeks at least six weeks in a row. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, okay. Uh, after watching season three, episode 22 power of love is love powerful enough to make you a Degrassi fan yet. Um, I would say this did not move the needle in a positive direction for me. And it didn't really bump me down too much, but Mm -hmm. a little bit of like, oh, right. (laughs) You know, especially having not watched in a while, I was like, oh, right. A lot of this I don't actually like. But I really Mm -hmm. did like the Sean plotline. I thought they did a really good job with that. I'm excited to see where he goes. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Joey. Uh, and I guess the rest of the characters, you know, whatever. But, um. Uh, I do, I do feel optimistic that season four will, uh, be better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Do you Mm -hmm. have any questions for me? I do. After, um, putting up with my jokes about how you want African children to have AIDS, (laughs) uh, do you still love me? Yes. Thank you. Unfortunately. Yay. (laughs) All right. Well, 
We'll see you all next week because we've committed mm -hmm. to doing this weekly at least for six weeks. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, where can people find you on socials? Uh, I am at Ezra Partier on Instagram, at Ezra Parter on TikTok and Twitter. My show, The Daily Misinformer, is at Daily Misinformer on all the things. And uh, I am on the UCB stage every other week uh, with Headbutt on Herald Night. Follow at Headbutt Comedy for for that. Mm -hmm. Also, oh, uh, Public Breakup Sketch Comedy. We're going to be in Seattle November 4th. If you're in the Seattle area, please come through. That would be very cool. At Public Breakup on all the things. Mm -hmm. But DM me for real. DM me. I'll get your tickets. Cool, cool, cool. I am at OMG. It's key on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow the podcast at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast on Instagram. Or you can email us at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yay, we finished. We did it. We did it. All right. Uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>